Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for the message today comes from Luke's Gospel where Jesus is invited into the home of Mary and Martha and Martha says this to Jesus. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Here ends our text. You may be seated. So this is my last sermon at St. Lawrence. As a vicar, I was just thinking as I was climbing the stairs, this will be the last time I will be climbing those stairs to preach here. I apologize if I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but when I talk to people and people ask me what the year was like, I keep saying it just flown on by. It seems like my wife Morgan and I just moved to Frankenmuth, settled in here, and now we're leaving. We learned many things about living in Frankenmuth this year. One of the things that I learned right away is that my hometown, which is Germantown, Wisconsin, isn't quite as German as I thought it was. <laughs> Coming to Frankenmuth, I realized, wow, this is a German community. I learned that St. Lawrence is pronounced just like that, St. Lawrence, and not St. Lorenz. And I am eternally grateful that somebody pointed that out before I began to preach a sermon. <laughs> I learned that if even if I knew German, which unfortunately I don't, wouldn't really help me much because of all the many dialects spoken around here. I learned the difference between regular old fried chicken and Frankenmuth family-style fried chicken. I also learned that there is no such thing as a quick trip to Kroger to get some groceries. Because going in there, how many times have I been able to have great conversations with people, but sometimes I go home forgetting what I even came there for. <laughs> many things my wife and I have learned by living in Frankenmuth. But we noticed that this is a wonderful community. I don't know if it's the location, the, the type of Gamulakite type of attitude, but it really is a town where you can feel at home. And it shows, and it showed this whole year has really shown me hospitality being here. In our text today, we have Jesus who is being shown hospitality by a woman named Martha. Jesus is invited into this home where Mary and Martha, who were sisters, lived in a home that was a little bit above average. It was a bigger home than most, and Jesus was invited in. Martha begins to work in the kitchen, which most likely she was preparing a meal for all those who were invited into this home, where Mary goes and sits at the feet of Jesus and begins to listen to his teaching. And Martha, who is working in the kitchen, says to Jesus and tries to convince him to get Mary to go and help her. She says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. For Martha was very busy 
Now, we're not told how many people were invited into this home, but we can safely assume that, of course, Jesus was invited in. And throughout his ministry, he had the 12 disciples who would follow him, so they were probably invited in. And there could have even been more people that followed Jesus' ministry off and on throughout the time that he spent. So there could have been a whole host of people that were invited into this house. Martha was busy preparing a meal. And what is worse than doing something, being busy, working on something, and seeing somebody who you think should be working and is just sitting there? But Martha was preparing this meal and she got frustrated. So she brought this to Jesus' attention in order to have Jesus convince Mary to stop listening to him and help her out. But instead of doing that, Jesus teaches Martha a much more important lesson. Jesus says to Martha, 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 you are anxious and you're troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. By saying this, Jesus affirms what Mary was doing, and that was sitting at Jesus' feet. And the picture that Luke gives us in this gospel is one kind of of a contrast, where we have Martha who is anxious, troubled, working hard to prepare this meal, and then we have Mary who seems to be at peace, listening to the words of Jesus. And Jesus points out that Mary, not Martha, is doing the one thing that is necessary. Not cooking, not serving, but listening to the words of Jesus. And I think you may realize, or as I did when I read this text, the difficult problem that Martha was faced with. Because she was preparing a meal, she was cooking for all those who came into her house. She was practicing hospitality for Jesus and all of his followers. And what really could be a more noble task than preparing a meal for Jesus? What Martha was doing was a wonderful thing. Perhaps one of her spiritual gifts was one of hospitality. But Jesus tells her that Mary chose a most important thing, the most necessary thing, not serving but listening to Jesus, listening to his word, spending time in his presence. Now, there certainly could have been other things that Mary could have been doing. She could have been helping out with this meal. She could have been serving. But instead, Jesus tells her that Mary chose the one thing that is necessary, and that is being in the presence of Jesus and listening to his word. I think many of us face a similar problem in our own lives. Now, I may be a little biased as this last week I've been spending with my wife packing up our home, throwing things in boxes, getting ready to move back to St. Louis for one more year of school. I know we've been very busy. But I think it's safe to say that most of us in our lives as Americans, we live busy lives. How many of us jam-pack our schedules to the max to get in everything that we can? 
We devote ourselves to our careers, our schooling, our sports activities, music, whatever we are involved in, both things that we need to do and things that we enjoy. We occupy ourselves with so many things. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's almost like we don't have time to catch our breath. But we have the problem that Martha did. Just like Martha, who was doing a wonderful thing for Jesus and his disciples preparing this meal, most of the things that we do in our lives are wonderful things. We work hard to provide for ourselves and our families. We go to school to get an education, and we do things that we enjoy. Like during the summer, even when we have some time off, what do we do? We jam-pack our schedules with vacations just so we could have time to spend with our family. And these are all wonderful gifts of God. The ability to work, the ability to learn, and the ability to spend time with our family and friends. But here's the point that Jesus makes. The point that Jesus make, made to Martha and also to us today is that among all these things, all these wonderful gifts that God gives us, we must not lose sight of the one thing that is necessary, and that is Jesus himself. Spending time with him, in his word, hearing him, being with Jesus. That one thing is something that will never be taken away from us. And no matter how busy we get, we must not lose sight of what we're really here for, and that is to live lives for Jesus. As Christians today, we are called to listen to Jesus, to listen to his word. Now, we may not have Jesus in our living rooms being able to sit at his feet, listening to his word, but he promises us that he is with us here today. We come into the presence of Jesus whenever we read his word in Holy Scriptures. We come into his presence when we gather for worship as God's people and hear his word proclaimed and take part in receiving his body and his blood in communion. And what else do we see today? A miracle. A child who has been baptized into his name and has been given the Holy Spirit. We are in the presence of of Jesus today. And that's what Jesus tells us. Don't let the one thing that is the most important, the forgiveness that he has won for us by going to the cross and guaranteeing us eternal life, even of all the good things that will someday go away, he promises that there will be one thing that will remain forever, and that's his word, as he promises to be with us for all eternity. So my wife Morgan and I, we'll sure miss living in Frankenmuth. We'll miss all the wonderful things that the city of Frankenmuth has to offer. But I think most of all, and being a part of the ministry here at St. Lawrence, we are going to miss the wonderful people, all the people gathered here today. As a community of believers who respond to Christ and what he has done for us, you go out and show by both word and deed how beautiful it is to live by Jesus. And I can say, I have seen that this year. I have seen how you as God's people know 
the one thing that is most important, and that is Jesus. I've seen it through your words, heard it through your words, as maybe when I remember beginning Vicarage and I preached some sermons that uh, I just didn't think I did a good job, there would always be somebody giving me a smile or a handshake, encouraging me to go on. Or maybe if I led a Bible study and I said something goofy or totally wrong, people have responded with grace. And that's showing Jesus. But I've also seen the deeds few, almost a month now, when we had all of the rainstorms, how motivated were members of our congregation to go out and serve others whose basements were getting flooded. Even last night with the storm, right away, there were people out wondering how everyone is doing, serving one another. That's showing Jesus. I've seen it in many ways, through whether it's offerings from people's gardens or baked goods, you people sure know how to show others how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. So as this will be the last time here as your vicar, I encourage you to keep sight of Jesus because he is the one that will be with you always. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.